Hey there, it's Winston Faircloth, and welcome back to episode 14 of the Begin Again podcast. The next two shows likely represent a couple of the most significant Begin Again moments of my career. And if we go back to episode three, Fired at 40, I share how pursuing my curiosity led to an entirely new career, leaving not-for-profit management and moving into shared technology services. Today, the story is how that transition happened and how one request for investment transformed an industry. But before we begin, I want to say thank you for your support of this podcast, which is three weeks old today. And as a special bonus, I wanted to let you know about the brand new free Begin Again Facebook community that's now open. I just love the idea of interacting with you during our Begin Again moments in a supportive online community. So if you're interested, check out the show notes for the link, answer two short questions, and you are in. So I remember March 15th as if it were yesterday. Coming home to tell my wife at the time that I'd lost a highly visible community role and that we were going to have to put our home on the market and fast. It was as if I had fallen down an open elevator shaft. This was the only career I'd ever known since the week after my college graduation. My identity was totally wrapped up in being a United Way exec. And as I regained my composure and emotional footing, In the weeks to come, some ideas began to spring forth. The organization that I'd outsourced our tech, accounting, and HR services was already jointly exploring how to scale their services with a peer United Way just to their north. And I'd already been participating in the feasibility studies, both as a client and a pioneer. When the study came to a successful conclusion, the two organizations considered their next step whether to continue into phase two of the study with their existing firm or, well, the other option was a stroke of genius all around. See, one of the biggest hurdles to making a service like this work is the the organization's legitimate tension between providing services for itself and outside clients. There's just inevitable challenges and, and internal demands between that serving your team and serving your clients. And 20 years ago, the level of trust between independent United Ways was not as healthy as it could be. So this natural tension made the idea of an independent service organization really compelling. And what better way to initiate this than to engage an independent consultant to build new models of collaboration that in a solution that would not scale were just delivered by an existing United Way. And so for the next six months, I pushed the boundaries of conventional thinking. I rallied over 25 sister United Ways to explore the concept of shared technology services. It was fascinating to listen to their challenges, their hopes, and their dreams. And, you know, as we're all conditioned to do in the not-for-profit sector, we're constantly looking for consensus. Yet, my experience with the National Technology Project just the decade before had colored my perspective. See, this wasn't my first time trying to craft a technology solution for our industry. When I first arrived in Lexington seven years before 
and saw how few of our team members were out in the community because we had, quote, a business to run, I was incredibly frustrated. I wanted us to be more visible in the community, and yet we couldn't do that without a capable organization and operation to fulfill our mission. So when the national organization began talking about a shared database and a platform, I was all in. I raised my hand, volunteering to involve other United Ways to join forces to finally build a technology platform we could all share. This was back in the mid-90s. And for example, here's one of the challenges we had. When we would inevitably have an executive transfer from Louisville to Lexington, which happened all the time, we knew very little about their involvement with the other United Way. Even if they'd served on the board and been a major donor for years, that's a problem that needed solving. So over the next 24 months, I actively participated in a technology project called UWIN, United Way Information Network. And eventually I became one of the primary spokespeople for the effort. As a mid-market exec, I knew I would never have access to this technology without the cooperation and co-investment of the largest markets. So I crisscrossed the country and appeared on webinars advocating for collaboration. Now, eventually, the project failed under the weight of unmet expectations. And I saw how the need for consensus fundamentally wrecked the project. A few contrary, conflicting voices could absolutely derail a needed innovation. So this time around, I adopted the mantra to just work with the willing. I had very little time or patience for the naysayers. And at the time, there were two camps of United Way execs, those who were excellent at operations and wanted to keep everything local, and those who were more entrepreneurial, wanting to get greater capacity at or below their existing investments. I focused my energies on the latter. I was determined not to let skeptics undermine this solution once again. I always focused on the willing. Yet, for all the excellent discussions and the diversity of opinions on this second building of a technology platform, there was something missing. And finally, after a few such in-person discussions, I ended one very spirited meeting with a request. I said something to the effect of, thanks for your time and feedback on the concept. And now it's time to go to a new level. So if you'd like to attend the next meeting, make sure to bring a check for $5,000 to continue to be part of this group. Well, I needed a tool, some meaningful way to move this, to move and separate the interested from the committed. So in this particular project and for your transformation, the difference often comes down to investment. Have you ever noticed in your own personal transformation how many times you've taken action on a free ebook or opt-in compared to a program where you've invested thousands of dollars? For me, there's just no comparison in my level of engagement. And the same was true for the seven out of the over 25 United Ways who returned with a check to the very next meeting. They were now invested beyond their ideas and expertise alone. And this was the beginning of several additional begin-again movements, which moved an idea to a possible future outcome. This experience created a formula I'll share on the next podcast, which was fundamental for moving from an idea to a million-dollar organization within two years. So your inspirational takeaway for today, 
Take an inventory of your progress and your level of investment in various activities over the past year. Do you see any patterns? My bet is that you can draw some connections between your level of investment and your results. So let's draw deeper faith, inspiration, and encouragement in our Begin Again moments. Do you want to help others begin again? Make sure to subscribe, review, and share this podcast with your friends. Your honest review helps us spread the word. And when you post your review, capture a screenshot and contact us with your mailing address and send it to the email address in the show notes. We'd love to send you a gift in the mail. And don't forget to join our brand new free Begin Again Facebook community to link arms with others who are drawing inspiration by working together. Check out the show notes for the link, answer your two quick questions, and you are in. Finally, for more support and inspiration on building your own faith-centered, mission-driven business, visit future7figureceo.com for free resources and downloads. That's future7figureceo.com for free resources and downloads. And remember, the biggest breakthroughs in life and business occur the moment you decide to begin again. I'll catch you on the next show.